Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Carn, and Mike Steenstra. Yeah. yeah. We're here. We're here. I used to slap the shit out of myself. Snap. Yeah, I used to like... Back when I, in my skateboarding days, I would legitimately punch myself in the face. It, I was in you you talk to me like I've never seen you do this before. I've uh-huh. s- college. I've, I've seen you not like a hard punch, you know, a, a glancing blow, kind of like in a movie <laughs> when they're when they're exactly. they're churning away from it's the sound. punch like in WWE. But it still strikes. It still Let's strikes. See if I can do one now. Oh, oh I can hear. It's, it's almost impossible not to turn your own head when you know it's coming. Like, right? Like, it's like you're. It's like a natural reaction. You're not gonna like turn into a blow, even though your fist like holds up a little bit because you don't want to like really hit right. yourself. Right. I've never like yeah, never through let's, face. Let's 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 uh let's have you try again at the end of the podcast after you get that cascade beer in you yes. and see if you're a little little more willing to lean into it. I just shouldn't. I shouldn't, and I won't. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that was as much punching as you'll get tonight, unless you really make my blood boil. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this quarantine episode of Rooster and the Devil. It's been a while, gentlemen. Nice to see your faces. How you doing? Yes, indeed. It, yeah. it has been a while since it's been us. Uh, Michael's been doing uh, doing some work with uh, our interview series. It's been fun to listen to. It's all thanks to Roger from yes. the, at the congregation. So, and he's a uh, he's a toffee, so we have to get him on very soon. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Everton to watch Everton play again. What a dream it would be. Would it be though? Yes. Royal blue jerseys. I love their jersey. I've always liked their kit. And I like Goodison Park and anyone Burnley. I would love to watch Burnley Watford right now. Sounds yeah. great. At Vicar Vicarage Road. Sure. Anywhere. Yes. I would I would take a Sunderland match at this point. Ooh, League Two. Give me Speaking some of that, of that sweet baby League Two. Have you watched? Have you guys are you guys up to speed? Have you watched either season? Sunderland until I die. No, unfortunately. And I, like I I feel bad just because there has been like a plethora of of time that is not one that I've that I've caught up on. Highly recommend. Just finish season two. It's uh, it's real. So that's what's cool about it. It's not scripted. It's good stuff. There's an American in there. Linden. Linden Gooch. Linden Gooch. Yeah. Gooch. Gooch scores a couple of goals this season. Yeah. Yeah, he's been at uh, Sunderland for a couple of years. He's having a very good season this year, actually. Yeah. yeah so it it covers 2017 2018 and then this this year the one that just came out is 2018 2019 so not the existing season but it's uh it's good it reminds me of detroit um sunderland just working class shipyard stuff like that so the socioeconomic stuff behind it is really really interesting that's what i actually enjoy more of is the supporters coverage um team coverage is cool too do you uh does it does it get you um uh, excited, um, just up. thinking, of, just thinking about, you know, does it get you excited thinking about like what the Tottenham one will look like whenever that one eventually comes out? Um, I mean, it's been a crazy year. We've talked about it before, right? It's been a crazy year. Pochettino and then coronavirus, all that stuff. That'll be interesting, but I don't know. I just, I seem as separate, I guess. I hope that the Tottenham one is fun or cool, but the Sunderland one is really interesting because they're a huge club. They're going to love teams. the Tottenham one. What are you talking about? You get to see behind the scenes with, with freaking all the players and stuff. I, what's not to yeah, like? You're right. I, I, there's not a chance that I dislike it probably, but the Sunderland one just kind of stands on its own, though. It's Sunderland. I mean, even the way that they talk up there, it's it's cool, man. It's a different view. It's not, it's not London. It's not a London club, and they're huge. Their stadium seats like – 58,000 fans. 
um, it's unique. So I highly recommend it. I think you should check it out. Cool. It's an easy watch. Well, for, foreshadowing too, you know, we talk about Sunderland and them being a big club trying to work their way back up. Um, their yeah. cross city rivals, uh, some potential crazy news the last, uh, over the last couple of days. Indeed. You want to go there? Trying to get that oil money. Good day. Oh yeah. Money. I mean, when uh, we can talk about it now or we can, uh, I felt like it was a good segue considering we're talking, already talking about the Northeast. Way to fuck that up, Brad. He was just planning it out, laying it out for you. And I'm just, you know, you know I'm staring into the northern sorry. lights, it feels like. <laughs> You're right. Camera right now. What, are you making <laughs> a drink over there? Got a he picture is. of his uh, canister lights here from the bottom. Anyway, yeah, uh, what, what's happening? Whiskey. Who knows about the context here, boys, about the ownership and Jimmy? Only you, Jim. I haven't read a lot. <laughs> so it Me is... Either. It is backed by um, by the, you know the Saudi um, group, the consortium there. Um, there is like a um, a small percentage uh, owners um, two billionaires from England. I think they get like ten percent, and then um, the the financier, the the person who's on the front of it, I can't remember their name just off the top of my head, but, um, you know, they're kind of the face for it. Whereas the Saudis are most of the ownership and all of the backing. Um, so it sounds like the, that as far as the sale goes, um, that that will all go through, but they still have to go through, you know, approval from the, um, the other okay. Premier League owners and stuff like that, which I can't foresee them, without something crazy happening, turning it down solely from the idea, like if you're going to let, um, you know, uh, United Arab Emirates in, you know, with Man City, um, it, it seems like a little, a little Slippery stupid. Slope. Yeah. Um, and I get like, there's, there is, you know, more recent stuff with the, with the Saudis as far as, you know, like, um, what happened to that reporter, um, at the embassy and stuff like that. Like, so like there's, there's all those sorts of, sorts of questions, but I think that if you look at it just purely from like a football standpoint, like the money that they can inject there would be crazy. And as big as main city was as a club, like Newcastle, the same idea as Sunderland is already like a, a massive club. Um, they have a huge following and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think it'll be hard for them over the course of a couple of years to pump money in and just build up what was already an existing large fan base. And be able to, you know, work around some of these financial fair play stuff even easier than a club like Man City or or PSG, just because the the base was already there to mm. turn it turn it into a juggernaut. Uh, so to have that revenue to to be able to inject it. Yeah, exactly. So so yeah. it says it's Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, though. Like it's not a single owner; it's a massive group of Crown Prince is people just, investing on the public. Be- yeah, apparently. Apparently, the guy who's leading um, leading the interest for um, for the crown is the crown prince is like one of his closest friends. So, I mean, you can you can call it what you want. It's in it, Salomon. In Salomon. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, it is the the crown that is essentially owning it. You can call it the public interest fund. You can call it the other guy who's oh. uh, running the interest. But I mean, I mean it's the Saudi squad. That's yeah. wild. Yep. It is wild, but you know what? Given the uh, recent oil situation, their value, their uh, their fortune is not as is not as much as it once was. Yeah, it's well, going they, from three hundred twenty billion to probably about half that. Yeah, even, even so, but like okay. some of that, some of that was self inflicted even before the coronavirus, right? Like they uh, yes. had that that disagreement with Russia, and they were basically trying to stick it to uh, to Russia with all that. So. I don't think that they're hurting for money by any means. And no. even if you went from 320 to like, say like 150 billion, you're still like, uh, you saw the the thing that we had kind of texted earlier. Like um, the ownership group for Man City is by far the richest in the premier league. And they're only at 23, right? So 23 to 150, you're still, you're not even talking in the same league at that point um, as far as money goes. So it's crazy. So, all right, looking forward, let's say it goes through. 
Little do we, I don't know a lot about the Magpies, but um, obviously we know we've got um, a couple of players that we have interest in, right? Um, we've got DeAndre Yedlin from the U.S. Almiron. We've got uh, Almiron that Michael truly loves from MLS. I don't truly love him. I just am curious to see how he does. We are. Who else? Joel. Uh, Jolinton. 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 Yeah, but you got to believe too. So I mean, let's go. Since this is like, since it's still not official, we can, you can talk like rumor wise. Some of the guys that they're that they're already sort of discussing are guys that are going to be available on free transfer, right? Like uh, veterans that are coming off a contract. So players like Edinson Cavani. Um, Saw that today. They could lure with a large wage package. uh, Pochettino, Mm -hmm. but also players like Dre's Mertens, um, uh, Willian from Chelsea. and obviously, like it's long shots to get any of those guys, and it really will depend on if the if everything goes through fine. But um, yeah, I, I think that like there are guys there, but you got to imagine that they're going to want if they if they do get in there, they're going to want to try to turn over the squad quickly. Um, that way, you can bring in a coach like you know Pochettino or some of the other guys mentioned, like bringing back Rafa Benitez or um, Messi. Yeah, bring Rafa. Love that. So. Uh, the good thing is that you got a, a left back to build your entire club around at Danny Rose. Yeah. yeah. Do they Sean, own him yet? Do they own him technically? Is he still on? Just he's on, on loan. Yeah, he's okay. on loan. So I think he's done. His contract ends at the end of this year. So I don't know how that works. Just you're free at that point. I would assume uh, after, right, yeah. yeah. I think but after Sean June staff, yeah. isn't he one of their better players? Uh, well, he was like he was a subject of transfer rumors last summer, right? Like, I think that you know United had showed interest, but they put like a fifty million pound price tag or whatever on him. Um, but I mean, it's that that seems to be a British tax, right? Like, if you want to get mm, yeah. young British players, you're going to have to overpay for him at this point. He's Twenty-two. Um, Is there a Richie on their team? Matt Richie. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of gritty. I feel like yep. I've seen him be gritty. Scottish, him and McTominay would be uh, lining up together, uh, I think. In the I, like, I, I personally love uh, John Joe Shelby. Um, like, on his day, can be really good. Um, but he's such a shithead. Um, Great name. Out. Is the case. Are Matthew Longstaff and Sean Longstaff related? They're brothers. Yep. What? Mm-hmm. They've started that a couple of games. They, start, they started a couple of games this year next to each other in center midfield. That's um, badass. Imagine having like a brother in the midfield. Come on, brother! Awesome. I've known you my whole life. Let's, <laughs> we family. Let's right. dominate really? the midfield, brother. Right. Brothers. <laughs> then Alan uh, Saint Maxime. Saint Maxime. Yeah. What's his uh, deal? Young guy. Um, I thought they got him from. Frank. He's got him last last summer, right? Um, came from the Probably French league. French team, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to get a hold of McCloskey. Remember, he got the result is uh, Newcastle. <laughs> and what a time! McCloskey what a time to get in quarantine. Yeah, uh, quarantine. I made a, a shipment um, over to him, a mail drop, the other day with some uh, uh, some materials for him. Gotcha. Uh, some phones, eye related materials, perhaps. Sure. Yeah, some leaves. There were some leaves in there. Um, yeah, I think he's doing good. I made contact with my version of McCloskey today. So mm, very provisions good. abound, if you know what I'm saying, people. Yeah, guys, now they definitely know what we're saying. Are you, I, I say, are you guys out of bonsai trees after uh, bonsai tree day yesterday? Is that what's going on? Bonsai tree day. What'd that be? Oh yeah. Uh, no. No, not oh. uh, way too many. Five mason jars worth of oh, bonsai Still. trees. Nice. Well done. No, yeah. I've got plenty of plenty of bonsai. I go through it very slow. My trees are all growing slowly. Anyway, Arbor Day is coming up, huh? Hey, <laughs> real trees. <laughs> yeah, Arbor Day. Here, you know what? I'm gonna go right into my uh, a little mini rant. Okay. Arbor Day, Perfect. cool foundation, cool foundation, cool nonprofit. You plant trees. I love your cause. Awesome, but I ordered 
10 trees from them last year. Just little sticks, like as big as a, a chopstick thick, right? Babies, like a, like a pen or a straw worth. And just to start growing them for the future. Maybe I'll turn them into a bonsai at some point in the future. All of them were dead. Every single one of them. I know how to treat a root system on a tree, okay? And they weren't budded out yet. And I put them in the ground. I took great care of them. I had sphagnum moss on the roots. And they all none of them budded out. They were all dead. And I didn't even have the, you know... The heart to call them and bitch them out because they're. I got dogwood. I got some dogwoods from them. Same thing, dead on arrival. Last year, I got two dogwoods that were sticks. Looks had done it two years in a row and got sticks. None of them took. And dogwoods are supposed to be nice, hardy trees. So same man. They have like insulation for the packed around the roots, like real cheapy. I don't know, just not maybe the best source for actually. Get your shit today. Arbor, get your shit together. Get your shit together. Arbor Day Foundation. We're also, calling you out. Considering you can't buy anything to plant um, for Arbor Day in Michigan, you're going to have to rely on that order. I think nurseries will be one of the first restrictions to loosen across all the states, don't you think? Gosh, I would think so. But What about golf? Is golf allowed in Michigan right now? No. no. Yeah. Virginia it is. West Virginia, yes. I heard Pennsylvania is thinking like I'd see that seems to be one of the early restrictions that's gonna be loosened, which makes sense, you know. It's like natural social distancing as long as you pay online. Well, and and yeah, and like just to be like, hey, listen, you know, it's gonna be walk only. You can't like we're not gonna have carts out. We're not gonna worry about cleaning those or anything like that. Like, yep, yeah, yeah. I don't see. That Our don't nurseries work. are open in Maryland too. You just order online and pick up curbside. We had that until the this formal lockdown stay at home came. We're on stay at home yeah. in Maryland here, but yeah, I mean they have they allowed that to be an exception. Well, Gretchen has We're been one of the more restrictive uh, governors, but I'm on board with the system. I will start being a lot more vocal come April 30 because there's an extent to which you can do these things, um, and we understand a lot more than we did I think a month and a half ago about it. So I think it's been a, so, hopefully a good thing. So transitioning best. Transitioning from from that, like when uh, when Michigan decides to lift, um, the, you know, the stay at home order the um, on the 30th at the end of the month. Uh, my Assuming they start- do. My side, oh, it, we don't have to get into the politics of it, but like the the House and the Senate already said that they won't uh, they won't allow an extension to go through. Um, I didn't know that. That's lovely. That's what I read. Um, Sweet. But yeah, so my soccer league starts on May fifth, and I couldn't be more excited to get back out there and play soccer. Like I, I'm, I wanted to go to the park today, but it was like twenty mile an hour gusts and stuff like that. So. It was very windy here today, too. I actually bought a new uh, – I got a new juggling ball in the mail yesterday, and that's been a lot of fun. If you don't have a little juggling ball, get a little juggling, juggling ball. They're a lot of fun. So I've been – like, I've been juggling in the yard with the kids, like, the last, like, couple of weeks just to, like, touch the soccer ball. Um, and, I like, I thought about it. And I was like, we should do, like, a little rooster and the devil challenge, like – uh, keep it up challenge like how many touches can you get um, you're probably way better than than us although i don't know if i get it up to my well, knees i can keep it up a, lo- a long time but if we put it out there like on on twitter you know as a challenge for oh. you know our listeners or whoever to like you know post a video uh you know <laughs> do better than us i think we're gonna get destroyed in like 10 seconds um yeah. just my guess but hayden uh who we you and i interviewed he he's got his own I mean, he's been doing football workouts every day, but he looks like he's very technically gifted with the ball on, on all the videos. Yeah, he's a professional soccer <laughs> well, player. Yeah, I know, but, like, you know, not all soccer players are, like, you know, tr- trick soccer players. Like, they're not all that's, great at juggling, you know? That's true. Like, uh, I'm uh, many moons ago, no, this was, like, two or three months ago, you know, when uh, when Barcelona <laughs> did, like, an emergency transfer and, like, basically stole a striker from... Uh, I think it was Leganes or Leganes or however you pronounce it. Yeah, La Liga um, had some weird rules yeah. where they could do that. So they got they got Martin uh, Martin Braithwaite or Breath. I'm awful with names. Um, anyway, they got him and they like at Barcelona. Whenever you get signed, like as part of your press conference, they, like they have you do a little keep it up, like do some tricks, juggle, whatever. 
and and his was like so so Sweet. underwhelming yeah it was awful um and everyone was just ripping him for it um well now he might not get paid because apparently barcelona's in dire straits financially although that's extreme the brand is so strong the brand is super strong um it's that's like the you know with that sort of ownership setup right like you know not having an actual like money backed owner you're like a a club you're like a real club where you have voted on presidents and stuff like that um all you can rely on is the income and as soon as that income dries up and you've spent awfully since you sold Neymar. This is the situation you find yourself in. So, yeah, I mean they're gonna sell naming rights to the stadium for a pretty penny here, so that'll cover some wages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the first time Camp Now has ever sold a naming right to the stadium? Probably. I, as, as far as I know, yes. Um, you know, for a long time. Like they, like they, uh, Barcelona for a long time didn't have a shirt sponsor because they didn't need it. And then for a number of years after they got a shirt sponsor, um, I don't even think that they earned any money from it. I think it was UNICEF for a couple of years, just yeah. as like, um, before they actually took on like a, you know, um, someone paying to put their stuff on their jersey. And that was, you know, within the last 20 years that all that happened. So. Um, you know their uh, their jersey sponsor might change this year if you think about it though. Qatar Airlines, like they have an airline sponsor. Yeah, it'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, Qatar Airlines is is Qatar, right? Like that's a yeah. But airlines are just getting annihilated right now. Just annihilated. Like, how, how many airline sponsors are there on on jerseys? There's a few more, isn't there? Fly yeah, Emirates. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Emirates. There's the Eddie, uh, Eddie Head, right? Eddie Head Airways. Um, uh-huh. I mean, Turkish Airlines is a big one. Um, yeah, there's a number of them out there. Like, I I feel bad for the people who work for airlines, and I don't feel one ounce of sympathy for the actual airline industry. Like, fucking thieves every time I try to fly somewhere, but I, I don't need to get into that, but. It's all on uh, high-speed rail, baby. Let's put those maglev trains no, all over the country. The, the reason that won't happen is because the lobby industry for the airline industry is so strong. They'll never let that happen. Yeah, they're getting a huge bailout. The airlines will be back doing their own shit in a, in a year and a half here. Yeah, I, I think they'll be fine. Alaska they'll, airlines they'll maintain the Jersey right? sponsors. What's that? Alaska Airlines for the Timbers. Oh, you're think, nope. right. Yeah. Nope. Good, good memory there, Brad. <laughs> Surprising. I'm sure we'll we'll miss some of like I, I bet some of those won't renew next year though. This is a devastating financial year. Like you can't be spending well, frivolously on a jersey sponsor. Think about like well even even as of last year, I don't think the San Jose Earthquakes had a jersey sponsor. Like I don't think they found somebody. So like you know MLS was already probably walking the line with some of that anyway. Um, what were your favorite uh, – like Tottenham's had some pretty whack jersey sponsors like in their history, right? Not whack, but like, you know, poor. <laughs> I think there's some, some stretches. Mansion right? Bat, I think. Let's yeah. Mansion Bat was one. Jimmy, while I'm Googling this, what were some of uh, Manchester United's jersey sponsors before the big, ugly Chevy? Show hey, or a, yeah, oh, a, 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 Aon, like A-O-N. And I'm, I don't know what most of these companies do, but I remember there was a, uh, uh, one year, I think it was maybe late 90s, um, we had Sega Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. Um, That's pretty those, sweet. Yeah, those ones are fun. I've um, seen that retro jersey around. It's it's pretty cool. Yes. Freaking Dreamcast on there. Yep. Um. I think for a little bit, I think it was, was it Vodafone? I think was on there for a little bit. Is that like internet phone? (laughs) Probably dead. I think so actually. (laughs) Yeah. Just companies is straight out of business. Um, Uh, Tottenham's has changed quite a bit. They've had Hewlett Packard twice. That's a, that's a weird one. I didn't like that look. Wasn't he, is, is Hewlett Packard a British company? Like a, 
Ooh, that's a good question. I thought they were uh, U.S., but I could be wrong. They used to be huge, though. Think they used to be like a like a Dell or well, Dell used to be huge too. PC companies were the bee's knees, like what late nineties. I've got a personal computer, man. I had like five hundred twenty-six megs of RAM. Dude, I'm getting a Dell. (laughs) Dude, Dude, you're getting a Dell. (laughs) He got arrested for marijuana possession. I'm sure he's doing fine though. Yeah, Steve. Right? Steve. Sounds like a Steve. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Seems like you're getting a Dell. It probably were. I probably fell for that advertising, though, because I walked into college with the Dell. I, I like, did too. Getting a Dell. I got a Dell. <laughs> Piece of shit, too. Well, hey, my I don't know whether it was the computer years. or the LimeWire, but. LimeWire doesn't help. <laughs> Didn't help at all. I'm going rec- to was- download this file, and it's only going to take seven hours. This internet's getting so fast, man. <laughs> Just gotta leave it on overnight. I got DSL. I got DSL. Gosh. Yeah. I'm Bill tell my kids some truly old sounding stories, like shit I'd laugh at my parents about. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's almost gonna be like a thousand times worse. Like think about like like there is an obviously there's advances in technology, but like the acceleration and the advances of like the internet technology from the time we were kids. Yes. To like by the time our like our kids like you know even now it just even ten it's years not, ago and and it's not that long right yeah exactly F- cell phones yeah. like so you're like some of the stuff that we're gonna be able to tell our kids is gonna sound just so ancient like yeah like, it's like what so brutal I was watching Seinfeld because Emily's not seen Seinfeld and mm-hmm. I'm like this was not that far off dude like this is 1995 like I was already nine I was doing stuff I was making phone calls I was you know, using transportation, that was, and it looks so old now. It's just crazy. Like they've got an extension phone, and like that was a big deal. Jerry starts off the series with a phone on picture the, the phone. actual hook. Yeah, I mean it's just, you know, well, I don't know if she's out here. I don't know if Elaine's out here because uh, I can't. She didn't. He didn't have a cell phone. Like those concepts, to yes. your point, are are really wild. For sure. Um, what are you, uh, what's your guys, what's your guys shirt sponsor? Not, not the, not the main one, the the secondary one. So like everyone started doing like the sleeve sponsor, right? Like what, I can't remember what your guys is. I don't believe we have one. Yeah. I don't think we do. Cause it's just we AA don't. on the, on the front. Let's check. Sleeve sponsors, think, premier league. There we go. You think, you think about like, like Everton's is angry birds, which is wild. Um, I'm not throwing shade because I have Chevy on the chest and Kohler fucking faucets on uh, on the sleeve. So um, yeah, Tottenham I don't believe has one. I don't know, Michael, if you you're googling it, but I don't believe they do. Not, I heard they might be having one soon though. They're the but only team in the league that does not have one. Yeah, there you go. I mean, maybe they were going to get one. You know, like you know, with the economics of football and you know the world in general changing. Like I, I could. Do see you want to hear all of them? Fortunately, Jim, we don't have any debt to worry about, so we don't need that. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> Stadium debt. Yeah. It's like 600 million now. Yeah, and he's going to get, you know, Amazon. Bezos is going to buy the naming rights so for the stadium. That'll be like 250 mil. Such a silly investment. Imagine putting your name on yeah. the stadium and being like, Here's two hundred fifty million dollars for my name. I think I'm exaggerating. I think it's more like one hundred and fifty, but still a lot. Well, you think about too, though, like in in that stadium sense, right? It's not just about Tottenham, which arguably is a it's a a big six club in the biggest club in the world or the biggest league in the world. Big seven now. Yeah, Um, yeah, soon with uh, the mighty Newcastle coming in, but. also, like all the NFL games that it'll host and blah blah blah, it's just uh, it's going to be out there a lot for a lot of major games that people are like, "Hey, welcome to Amazon." Yeah, that's true. Horrors. Will, we, will you use <laughs> Amazon anymore? Like the pandemic's got to be peak Amazon. We're hitting peak, baby. Yeah, science, I, science, marketing science would say that yes, and that's why the investment's being made. I don't, I, I don't I, think I would. I don't, I don't use Amazon really now. I probably in my life have made less than ten orders from Amazon. Really, in that's my amazing. entire life. 
I've had ten orders in the last two weeks. Me too. Good lord! Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I feel bad. I, like, I want to support local, but local delivery is just—it's lack. Me, it's 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 an industry that's lacking, Timothy. Let me let me reference how old <laughs> I am, though. Like, just to put this in perspective, like, I don't use apps. Like, I still go to Safari and go to like YouTube.com. No and, apps. Yeah, like Facebook or. I don't Facebook anymore, Twitter? but when I when I did Facebook, I go I went to Facebook.com on Safari. Um, Twitter app? Are you managing Rooster and the Devil Twitter from the desktop? No, I, I do have the Twitter app, so that is wow, okay. Um, that is one, but yeah, if you look at my phone, you've taken to Twitter like a little devil in water. I, I'm trying to give my support. Like I told you guys, there was there was like a period of like like maybe like two weeks where like I got busy, I didn't check it, and I got on there, I was like. God damn, this is a uh, a Tottenham account. Like I just like started spamming a bunch of Manchester United stuff just to fill it in. Good a man, bit, can't help it. It's gotta, it's really the only Twitter account I check now. Like I don't even check my personal. I just like well, the devil. That's the joke, right? You guys like encouraged me to set up a personal account, and I haven't logged in since the first time I logged in. I just only log into the Rooster and the Devil. Yeah, so. you don't have to. Like, yeah. it's a it's fun to have two people slanging dick on the on the account <laughs> handle you know sorry 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 the, the last couple episodes it is what it is, the devil has been very pg so like this will be a return back to the mean of language wise the darkness everyone just took a sip as you guys uh, yes. as I started talking you're just like yeah let me uh, i'm feeling good get... about my beer because i spilled it all over the place while i was, I was offline be... that's why i got up and left because i spilled it over and all over my desk Mm. The devil, the devil loves whiskey. So that was the name of an early episode. We're, mm-hmm. This is the seventy-first yes. episode of Rooster and the Devil. That's insane. That that episode, I was in Philadelphia wow. for work. That was, and mm-hmm. I was like by myself in my hotel room. And like I, told guys, I told you guys, I told you guys, I had to like hold on a minute because I had to get like the bottle of whiskey I bought at the store on my way back from the office. And I can picture the hotel room, honestly. So like can I can I. picture it on video. I did. We did one episode there, and then I remember doing um, one of our interviews. I think the second interview we did with the one goal guys. I was mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico for work, and I was in the hotel for that too when we did that interview. Um, one goal guys just sent me some more more stuff. Matthew Hope 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 U nineteen for Schalke. Hmm. Yeah, that's about to nice. be released on the channel. But Very cool. I almost want to encourage them to do their own. Like they should do their own channel. They got the. They're great. One goal is great for USMNT. That's all they're, you need. They're like usually they're pretty much my first stop now. When I like hear about a guy, I'm like, oh, I wonder what you know. One goal's got to say about him. I'll go look it up. They're they're on top of it. They do good work over there. That's probably been, um, you know, in a in a pantheon, you know, a list of long uh, contributors to. Our success, it's, you know, one goal was right there with us in the beginning, so. And quickly and swiftly kicking our ass, I'd argue. <laughs> but oh, still friends well, they, us. They're, they're, Very good. Like, they're way better than us. You know, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're like real professionals. We're just three old men <laughs> drinking beer. Just drinking and just yelling about the Saudis buying Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. During a pandemic when there's no soccer going on at <laughs> yeah. all. Oh gosh! I can't believe I, I still can't believe. Like when I look, I'm like, how did 20 people listen to that episode? And like, the last couple got you know mid 30s. Well, like, yeah, yeah, those are interviews with like real people. Like you know, yeah, not just us, bl- not just us blathering on. You guys realize that we talk our for like style a little bit. to interview real people. It works. Like I don't know. We we still inject the rooster and devil style into the interviews. And with rants, like I don't know, we have a, we have a good flow, like the three of us. It's it's fine what we're doing here. I was I tempted to quit though before, the, like, like I, you know, I I'm always contemplating. Like I think is Rooster and the Devil done? Am I done with this? Like, is it too much time? You know, you're the one that pours in more time than anybody. Cause you have yeah. to do the editing and you set up the interviews and since we switched so. to Skype though, like. I don't do editing. Like, I really don't. I just plop them in. It takes two seconds now. So, if anyone's still listening, don't mind us. Uh, 
They don't care. I mean, I feel like we have some regular listeners. Like, they're out there. There's there's people. <laughs> it's funny. We have I feel regular like, listeners. I feel like I saw, uh, like, I want to start, like, at least for, like, Woodhams and Helder, because I know, like, Woodhams has been listening for whatever reason, uh, which I is fun. I like that. Um, Shout, out. That, Shout out to Woodhams. Yeah, yeah Woodhams. I feel like we should start leaving like little Easter eggs like with somewhere within the episode for like Woodhams to like text us um, about something, you know, like or Helder to, uh, you know, respond to us about something that we leave somewhere in the episode just for just like for that. them. Easter eggs. I like how about Easter Woodhams, eggs? you text us how old Laney is. He's got an awesome uh, purebred lab that's an absolute beast and i call her the wood chipper because he can hand her like a piece of a railroad tie i've seen this he throws it to his dog and she just devours it like smashes it into bits with her teeth it's incredible i think she's three that could be i've wrong. seen you know i've Sweet watched the dog. video of woodham's in your uh, fantasy football league draft with a aforementioned dog he like dropped tennis balls all over and then the dog grabbed a tennis ball and it had the number corresponding to the Fantasy League draft. I love that video. That was very creative, Woodhams. So good job. Yeah, also very cool. Yes, he's done many, many creative ones over the years. Um, nice. There's one with a firearm and balloons. And it's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, I want to see that. Say. Yeah, I'll see if I, I can. Yeah, Woodhams, send us the video if you could. Um, Michael wants to see it. Cheers. Very creative. Yeah, so where are we going from here? Bundesliga, possibly back. Yes. Should we talk about uh, yeah, the I mean, table? I mean, we can just briefly. I mean, really, it's it's what, you know, Munich's at the top, but, like, uh, there's a lot of action. Behind. Like, uh, Monchen, Gladbach, right? That's uh, right. Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, is right up there. Borussia. Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. Bayern. Looks like it's right there. I haven't looked at the tables in a long time, which is like during mid-season, I've checked tables like a fiend, like all the top leagues now, especially Bundesliga. Bundesliga, before the break, like I was excited about the ending. Like, it's going to be a clash so, at the top. Uh, I told you that we just went through this, how old I am, um, that I don't ever do apps, but I literally have the Bundesliga app on my phone. That's like how... Excited! I started to get like in January about following them. So, um, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm happy that they're back. They're it's quality football. And it might you know, be back just, though. That's a thing. Let's qualify this here, people. Maybe it's really just it's really just getting Jaden Sancho warmed up to come to Manchester. Let's, let's be <laughs> fair. Um, I mean, I, I, Erling Holland back yeah. as like quarantine entertainment. Like, it doesn't get better than that. It's true. It's true. At least they're going ahead. I mean, Eredivisie, I just read, uh, said they will not restart before September 1. Mm-hmm. And the commentary was that means it's probably unlikely that they finish out their year. It's probably done. doesn't matter so, for Eredivisie. They, they might be better eating the cost of a year because the revenues are probably game day revenues, not TV revenues like the rest of these people trying to get so, paid. So, like, you talk about so, any league, though. Like all of these leagues outside of the MLS, because um, hashtag Circus League. Um, oh no, 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 no! If, now, now, Roosting the Devils were affiliated with the MLS. I can't have any MLS slander. Hey, I am. Hey, I, I, I am going to drink whiskey. I'm going to swear, and I'm going to be the devil. Um, Fair. We'll still shit at MLS. We always do. It was. It was. It was a. It was a sideways slant. Anyway, like yeah. so, any league that that has promotion and relegation, you talk about like the teams that aren't going to have a chance. Like when you cancel that league, like and just like for t- those teams, like whether it's championship or um, you know Serie B or whatever it is, whatever league you're talking about, they're already losing crazy amounts of money. Those teams operate on a tighter budget than any of the regular top league teams and on top of that like they're that close to getting that huge monetary windfall that will either propel them in in the next 10 years or whatever it may be you're basically cutting the legs out from that i know it's one season in 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 area you would say like ix and psv and all those clubs aren't going to be hurt by that but like i don't know what clubs are getting close but 
um, that came up in, you know, Liga and McKee um, talked about they just announced that for the next five years that there'll be no relegation promotion at all. And there's, a, you know, some inve- some investors that just bought a team, um, I want to say Santos, Santa, Santa Laguna, maybe, but like they invested a bunch in. They're talking MLS too much. They're like, well, yo, MLS, how do we like make more money as owners? And they're like, listen, fuck promotion relegation. Right. <laughs> and there's, well, there's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll Sorry. backtrack on MLS. There's. <laughs> There's also the, the positive that they say, you know, like, because there was, you know, because there's no promotion relegation, you got MLS owners that have, you know, the financial wherewithal to withstand something like this. So, you know, they're not when And when it's time to go back, like, there's not like a question like, well, you know, is LAFC coming back or not? Like, they have the money to withstand. MLS will be back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, But the herd will be thinned in uh, English football's lower leagues, I would think. There's going to be some thin. It's going to be really interesting to see. Thinning. Teams will die. It's just a fact. Teams were already sad. dying. There it's was sad. What, two teams. Uh, uh, Barry, Barry died yep. before this even started. Like Bolton's it, fucked, right? So all those, yeah, all those clubs that were like, you know, walking that tiptoe line. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, just hoping to God that there was that magical year that they made a run to. Uh, this cup or that, um, yeah. or towards that league championship, uh, just like or just, beat uh, Tottenham, <laughs> Colchester. <laughs> ro- yeah, um, I don't know. So that that sort of stuff is is you know some of the tri- trickle down effect of that. Well, what's sad about that is that there will be less players with opportunities. Like it just, I don't know. The professional ranks will contract a little bit no the united states is growing the minor league like we talked to we talked to a couple usl guys and like saw that league growing usl um, is so exciting i love it and i love that we're talking to usl guys even uh even um the league that detroit city fc plays in actually detroit city fc and michigan stars are both based out of the detroit area they play in the uh nisa national independent soccer association um and that league just announced two days ago they added a new team, you know, in the midst of all this, uh, New Amsterdam FC um, out of the New York area. I saw that. It's um, a cool name so, too. Very yeah, cool. so like, so like, you're seeing you're seeing growth that way. So like, you know, while we might lose some, um, you know, non-league football or you know, young uh, like uh, League One type teams, if those start to fall off, there's opportunity in the states, and that's another growth avenue for soccer in the United States as well. So. Um, you try to think about it as opportunity, not a. Um, what strikes me about our recent interview series is how often is at least one of the kids' parents that are soccer players. Like we're now seeing second generation soccer in the United States for the first time. Like you're yeah. seeing an interest in soccer from a young age. Like that didn't exist before. I, I think U.S. soccer is in a phenomenal position right now. It's like, full. It, it is from that sense um, you worry about the direction of the leadership right we just had the the um, of course the president just step down um, and whatever like you know I'll save I'll save my uh, you know my bile from MLS I'll direct it solely at United States Soccer Federation because like what a bunch of fucking jokes they are whether it's how, how they've handled the lawsuit case with the women's team versus like the way they mismanaged a lot the of the developmental sort of stuff like that's academy they, they closed. Cl- yeah. They, they well, So they, they got rid of that. And then MLS hired, um, Burhalter's brother who had just left the United States soccer federation that's and so he's going to be running the MLS development league. So like it's, uh, it's in. So, so I've been hearing from Jimmy and Matthew, uh, who, who has yet to come on what you just said, Michael, just, just from an out really outside, not paying attention to inner workings. Whereas Jimmy knows the inner workings. I remember in high school hearing us soccer is in a phenomenal position. We're going to be, we're going to be so good in such short time. We've got all this interest and all this talent and we're still kind of in the same cycle. Just, just, it, you know, high level yeah, observation. That's fair. Very it's, high level. The best, the best and worst of, 
of America in, in, in one singular organization. Right. So like the worst of it is, is just wasted opportunity. And the best of it is, is capitalism at its finest. And they are making money hand over fist, um, you know, riding the wave of excitement that is soccer. And because they prioritized money over actual development, um, we're stuck with, yeah, we're still producing, you know, exciting, talented players, but like we're doing so in such a haphazard, disorganized shit show of a way that we can't like we miss true we missed true but the infrastructure for finding talent has improved it's just a a fact like our we've built up infrastructure whether we did it shittily or not whatever we have roads it yes the roads are there but i would argue that even like our current crop of whatever you want to call 18 to 22 year olds that you know we're banking on for whether it's 2022 or 2026 especially when we host those the the bulk of those kids didn't like they they might have grown up in the united states they they might have grown up in the united states but they were blooded in europe yeah until and until we have more guys that are like you know tyler adams-esque or you know they tyler adams and pulisic are nice well pulisic yes but adams actually you know played in mls he played for new york red bulls like he quote unquote came yeah. through the system that way, even though he left young, that's like, that's the growth Avenue you want to see Like, uh, you know, if you don't want MLS to be a retirement league, have it be a selling league for a little while. And as I that mean, talent continues to build, there are a number of MLS academies that are highly regarded. Like Dallas FC is absolutely pumping and, out talent and have been, and, you know, very and, time. and maybe with the USSF, development academy going away and mls running the show in that sort of sense maybe that will accelerate some of that and i think it will avenue i've seen negativity on twitter like only negativity but i think it will like i I think mls is it potentially it potentially could have if you had told me that before they you told me that mls hired jay burhalter to run it like after the mess jay burhalter made at us like they hold young players hostage. Like if you listen, I forget which interview we just did. It was the last one that I haven't released yet, but like, I don't know. They can hold players hostage with the way that the terms are in their deals. And I don't know. Well, nobody's It's still to the point that nobody's really team owned, right? Like when you sign to play, say I signed to play for DC United. Yeah. I'm playing for DC United, but MLS owns me. Not. Nah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's some like weird clause like that. Yeah. So like, they did that in the early days to protect themselves probably financially, but like at a certain level you, you have like, and in fact, uh, Wayne Rooney just mentioned this, like you have to open the market up. You have to get like, and they do it. Wayne's been good for MLS players. Like his voice for MLS has been huge. And, and I like, I understand that they're doing it to protect parity and the, the rich owners, but you're hurting the league as a whole. Like they're like, no matter what, league you're talking about like even in american sports you're gonna have the haves and the have-nots like you're gonna have dynasties like you're gonna have new england patriots or new york yankees and like uh and then you're gonna have the lions exactly it's part exactly. of life and man it really is it, it, it's part of american sports already so i don't know what you're yeah. trying to protect from like open it up like let it let it be a true open market like you want to talk about Let it be true school. capitalism. Yeah. Within no, the league. USL. No. The USL God. is the hope for promotion relegation in America. I really believe it. They're no, setting up their own little sweet little pyramid. The players respect the hell out of the league. Cool cities. Like, come on, USL. I, Fuck MLS. It would be so cool if it was like overtakes it. I will take a non-salary cap open market MLS with no promotion relegation. Um right now before I would so take like baseball's model i would yeah absolutely i would take uh-huh. that right now um to get stuff going like i think that would be a quicker accelerant than promotion and relegation would be true yeah the salary salary restrictions are quite harsh in mls yeah yeah it's well, amazing like, we fit uh, 50 minutes of content already but jim well, continue i mean when we first started i was like we're gonna peter out after ten minutes, but no, no, like this never happens. This never happens, though. I get to I get to rambling about shit and it's so fun. get all fired up. 
<laughs> drink some. I can get like two glasses. I'm of gonna whiskey drink and whiskey me. and I'm gonna rant. Mm-hmm. Damn it! What's gonna happen? Let me check my Safari. Let me look at my web browser here. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind you, damn kids and your apps. My wife's in bed, you see. Drinking yeah. some whiskey in the basement, you see. I'm not even in the basement today. You see this? Like I have windows. I can see I the outside that. world. Yeah, you can see the outside. The first room. time out of the uh, out of the basement, I think I've ever well, seen it's, you. It's because like uh, pandemic-wise, I'm, I'm sitting I'm sitting in my home office uh-huh. right now. So um, yeah. two screens. Gotta go big. I got I got the big screen. I got a big old 40 inch here. The working from home setup is just really nice. Like I, I I'm in love with it. And maybe That's I should start my rant there. Like, I'll go it. for the rant. I mean, working remotely for people our age that understand technology is very doable. The older generation is pathetic. They can't even work a WebEx. Like, baby boomers uh, in this remote work environment are basically useless, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> but millennials right now, like are carrying the load because we know how to actually do this and it's very doable old people get in line so i <laughs> hard to follow i didn't I, mean to end there i i, I started I, that with a completely different direction i i agree Ooh. with with some of the things you're saying my reverse argument like is i had this conversation with my neighbor the other day he's he's our age um and we talked about like how like this would be the best times of our lives if we didn't have kids. Uh, working at home with my kids is so brutal. Like before I got on with you guys at eight thirty, I was still here doing work because during the day it's almost impossible. Like uh, I showed you my screens; it's in a dark room, but like literally on the other side of my screens is where my wife sits. And so if we're both in here trying to work and there's a a nine-month-old crawling around screaming and, like, flipping over the dog's dish. And the three-year-old is, like, you know, running around, like, throwing shit everywhere. Like, work isn't getting done. So I will I will gladly go back to work right now if if, uh, if that means being able to do my job. The only um, reason I say that now is because Jess is on maternity leave for another six, seven weeks. When that's up and we have the toddler and the mm-hmm. infant and both of us trying to work, I don't know how it will get done like i really just don't <laughs> that's what i'm saying like right now my, my wife works she takes like a long lunch to, so i can get like you know immediate stuff done on my emails but most days i don't get on until five o'clock at night and some nights i'm working till you know 11 12 yeah to get shit done and then i gotta get, around and get up at like get up at five five thirty six o'clock with the kids in the morning so my wife can start working and i can get them going so yeah um, it's difficult but I will say, sorry, doable. Go ahead. I will say I, I have. Uh, so this will be my my diatribe. Nah, that's not true. I've been talking a lot. Um, so I've, I've taken two in the afternoon. I've taken two in the afternoons. Um, the kids both need naps, but none of neither one of them will go down because they're like so stoked that we're all home at the same time. Um, so I've taken two like after lunch, putting both of them in the car, and then I drive a different route in southwest nice. michigan and i'm gone for like two hours i've seen trapping them in i've seen every world <laughs> i've seen every inch of of kalamazoo county now like places i had never seen before in my entire life like um i like i've i've driven down roads that i had no idea where they were going to go and like you know you'd be driving all of a sudden you turn into a dirt road and instead of turning around just keep going and hoping that it's not a dead end like i've driven all over the place and it's been absolutely wonderful like therapeutically but also like you forget like how beautiful like the area is that you live in and exploring new places has been incredible so if you're listening at home and you're having a hard time like get out and drive somewhere you've never driven before and go get lost for a little while and it's it's actually quite wonderful driving's fine the people that wear masks while they're driving i don't understand that whole race of people (laughs) why (laughs) right why would you do that I hate it. When I see them in the car, I'm just like, are you, you're, you're the lower 50% of intelligence in this country. Like I know it's a sign. 
<laughs> Next time you see that, that Michael roll down your window and then spit onto their window and see how <laughs> no, like no. <laughs> no 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 no. I do have a schizophrenic neighbor two doors down that put a, a post on the next door app that said that kids were in the driveway spitting, spitting on her driveway right now. What's yeah. the next door? Uh, don't save it for after the Piper's podcast. Local the next, social next media. Door app. Oh, so Jim, next door. There's a whole Twitter it. feed and everything. Oh, my gosh. The next door, it's fantastic. It's hysterical. Oh, neighbors are cray. <laughs> neighbors are neighbors cray. Are cray. <laughs> my wife tells me about like the like the neighborhood Facebook group, and I'm just like, I'm so glad I'm not part of that. <laughs> anyway. That's basically what it is next door. Um, well, I don't have a ton to add to that. I think uh, Jimmy, that's awesome. You've been driving so much. I think driving is fantastic. It's one of my favorite activities, and I do miss it a lot. Um, but my life is not too hard without the kiddos running around the house. Obviously, you all you, you both remember what that was like. So. I don't have much to bitch about, frankly. Uh, it, I've been nice working on a ton of trees. Yeah. yeah, it's nice walking the dogs, uh, but that's about all the upkeep they require. And I've just been hanging out in my garden, working on repotting and shaping and wiring and observing all the different trees that I have. And it's been a riot. It's been <laughs> absolutely awesome quarantine. Uh you know, it sucks that, you know, cramped up and everything, but I still have a job and I get to work on my trees. No yeah. complaint. Could be worse. Yeah. Could Friday's be worse. I'm day. feeling plant fortunate. A, plant a tree, motherfuckers. Friday's Arbor Day. Yeah, good call. Good call. On Arbor Day, get your shit together. Get <laughs> it together. There's been so <laughs> many enders right there. Could have ended it at any of those golden points. Do See, I now, you gotta, now, now you got to edit. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I only clip. I clip now. Like a little trim. Like I take my little buzzer out and I just go... Zzz, and just take a little trim off the episode. I used I will, to go in there with like the scissors, like, with the scissors. fingers. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you guys like you guys got to be struggling actually needing like real haircuts. Like, I, like I've been doing it. home... I've been doing home haircuts for so long, like just you I've know, got a couple no, of home. Like, just no guard, bzz, 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 yeah. bzz, all the time. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I can't imagine having to struggle with haircuts. I just it's do like a, a buzzer. You do a four on the top, three on the side. Looks pretty solid. So if anyone's right. struggling at home, a little four on the top, a little three on the sides. All good, homie. <laughs> oh, man. Really, I thought I thought Emily took care of you uh, a few weeks ago. Now she can cut your hair again. That wasn't normally was more solid. more frequently than that than every couple of weeks. Uh, oh, you, you hit it! Oh, you right. Hit it. You um, just hit it. Yeah, I just hit it. No, uh, it's not bad. She didn't do bad, um, but she wants to cut it again. So I wear the beanie, and then she doesn't remember to remind me that she wants to cut my hair. Mm. I told her that, and uh, didn't go over well, but. I don't want my hair cut again. It got all, you know, it's like it's like a more extreme version of the uh, of the salon, right? It's like it, it just gets all over you. It's just gross. Yeah. Just gross. You got to use a towel and go outside. Go outside? Go what, stand go. in the wind? Yeah, you got to go no, outside. Not, like, it's, it gets everywhere. Yeah. Get a little extension I got cord. You. I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Holmes? I got you. No. I just, if he doesn't, he's awesome. Dogs. Just shaving dogs. it. I will tell you that the hard like are we still actually recording this or are we just chatting? Yeah, why time? not? If people lasted this long, they can just turn us off. So the hardest part about shaving your head for anyone that wants to try to do it at home is you really gotta focus on getting that second hand back there to feel where where you're shaving on the backside. Because like if you're not careful, like especially when you get a bunch of hair cutting back there you can get like clumps or you think that like, yeah, you know, I cut that no big deal. And then you get done and then you're walking around and you got like a fucking soul patch on the back of your head that you missed. Um, <laughs> I could just imagine like a little Island and then a rat tail oh, growing yeah. out of the Island. Kind of epic. I think I've seen it on the internet. I don't, even, I don't advise tails. it. I used to be the rat tail expert uh, of Twitter, like the number one rat tail expert on on Twitter. I remember, I remember, I remember, 
the in the wild. That's how I built my audience. I built a lot of my audience through rat tail hunting. It's an interesting baseline. I would love seeing one in the wild too. I would just be like. You loved your in the wild pictures. You loved them. Oh, that's the best way to get soccer in the wild's a good handle to follow, but rat tails in the wild, nothing beats it. It's very <laughs> odd. Mullet very is good too. When I see a mullet in the wild, I'm always like, <gasps> <laughs> I will. Uh, my neighbor's my neighbor's son is gonna be three years old, and like he's got like a full head of hair, and. Like the other day, I was like, because uh, he doesn't like like kid doesn't like haircuts anyway. And his dad just goes, you know what? Like we like held him down the other day and just like cut like with like kitchen scissors like across the front. And he's got like long shaggy hair in the back. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, by the end of this, that, that kid's gonna have a mean mullet. And I was like, all right, man, go for it. Quarantine yeah. hair. Yeah, I did. I'm gonna buzz this shit very soon. Balding, fuck. Shut up. Clown. I know you're bald. Yeah, but you got like, you know, everyone's just used to you as a bald man. You've been bald since college. I like. I decided early when I started to thin, which was pretty early. I was so I was like, I'm just gonna start shaving, and like, and like at first I was like, my head's funny shaped, but I was like, no, if I do it long enough, people just get used to it, and um, yeah, now it's fine. I wish I could grow a better beard because like a good like shaved head with like a solid beard would would be like just right. But yeah, can't grow yeah, a good it does beard. make up. It makes up for for some of what's on top there when you see a bald man. It's a, with a, it, it's a balance. Nice it's beard. a balance thing. Yeah. yeah. And some women love beards. Yeah, they do. Even though they're gross, beards are beards. Long beards, hygienically are gross. There probably is coronavirus in beards right now. Could you could you imagine? Uh, here you go. This is Easter egg. If we're going super late here into this recording, Brian Helder, if you're listening, I want like a full on, just like six month, like well manicured. Oh, he doesn't need Brian Helder beard. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like a fucking just a yeah. grizzly man beard. Like, like he's done it. You've seen it. I want him to get like some oils and stuff. Like, start combing that thing out. Like. Just like beautifully shaped, like he could grow Lush. like 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 a ZZ top, like if he like really yeah. went for it. That's what oh, I want. Yeah. Mm. Yes, Helder. I'm just grow jealous. a beard. I can't even get like a I can't even get like a mustache to grow, let alone Helder, Helder's grown a better mustache in three days than I've grown in my entire life. Damn straight, that yeah. is accurate. I could grow a mustache if I tried hard enough. Now, I grow a nice mustache now. No beard though. I am so wispy in beard department. Like large swaths <laughs> missing. Mine's not already great, but I also have a huge colic right here. Like so, my hair starts to swirl. Like mm-hmm. if I like let a it hurricane, grow. Hurricane. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Brad's looking shaggy right now. For for Bradley, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's shaggy. pretty shaggy for Bradley. <laughs> that's yeah. really shaggy. You should have seen it a week ago. Are you on video conferences a lot? Because it's like that's my entire day on video conferences. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I never turn on my yeah. camera. My laptop is closed next next to my computer. Mm. I wear a hat. Uh, I, wear I wear a hat a lot. Ball cap on. You don't shower in the morning. Yeah. yeah. People are in real chill stuff. They don't. They yeah. don't really care. Um, normally, my default is not to not have the camera on, but if I do, I'm like, well, here, here I am. I had a brewery shirt on today. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. gentlemen. All right. Start your engines. Good to talk to you boys. Good night. Good night. Adios. It feels like I've been stuck